0: Hi, I'm P, and this is my podcast. I'm back so i had a period of like numbness and not caring, not caring, not caring about anything which is totally fine for me i i don't know if that means something for other people for some people like numbness and not caring is like depression but for me it's literally just a part of my creative existence i like have to just turn off everything emotionally mentally and spiritually For a second Now I'm sort of back But I feel like I've rearranged the things that I care about Like I'm not super into making visual art at the moment I don't know I'm just kind of like I just want to enjoy existing for some time And then we'll see if I want to like make art But yeah Also by time this comes out I will have announced on I think Instagram That I am teaching a, I have, to, so I have qualms, the word teaching, but it's like a, it's a weird thing in my brain that I feel weird about calling myself a teacher. Anyway, I'm teaching the framework around timeline jumping so that like shamans, coaches, fellow teachers, readers, people who want to help other people transform with simplicity and ease so that they can have access to the framework around timeline jumping. The actual process, the way that I do it, is never gonna be done by like by anybody else because my energy is going through that portal. But I'm teaching like the bones of it so that you can take your energy and apply that to the bones and do it in your own way, appeal to the people who, you know, are here for you. So that should be announced probably by the time this comes out. But to get into the pod, we'll get into some questions. My energy's feeling way different. I actually feel like, I like feel like doing the podcast right now, this just feels exciting to me. So let's answer questions. All right, so first question. The feeling of tightness in your chest, anxiety, depression, heartbreak, what do you think is the best way to be more compassionate with that feeling? You might hear talking in the background because my partner just came home with breakfast and other things. And he might be arguing with Hawk in the background, (laughs) which is fine. So yeah, how to be more compassionate with feelings of like tightness in your chest or anxiety and depression and heartbreak? Hmm, compassionate with those feelings. I mean, the first thing that comes up for me is like, if you had a friend who was going through those sensations that you loved a lot, how would you help them process that? For me, emotion is all about sitting with the emotion. I try not to make to like make myself feel better because it's honestly very annoying for me. I just let myself experience what's happening and i 'm like well yeah you're you're going through this thing that you're feeling like your feelings are valid, your truth is valid, your experience that you're having is is obviously true right now we're just going to hang out here If it lasts forever, okay you're gonna die eventually and then it'll stop, but it probably won't last forever so just letting myself You know hang out with him i feel like that's what i need to do to i guess to be more compact quote unquote compassionate is just acceptance and then the next thing explain my love slash or like love dash relationship with money you spoke about on another episode i don't really understand it and i got another question about money they said what do you think about money i don't really have oh wait no they said, how does money work in the simulation? So, money, I've spoken about it several times in the podcast. I would check out my episode with Moon, the Moon Mother, Jasmine. I think we spoke about money there. I would check out the episode with Cammy Arboles. We spoke about money on that one. And then the last episode with Vanessa Henry, we spoke about money on that one. And then one last thing that I just want to talk about is money. I like to think of money as an entity, as like a being. And it's like a neutral being, right? But it it responds to us the way that we feel about money. If we feel like money is our supporter, our friend, our bestie, money's like, yeah, that's what I am. But if we're like money sucks, it's evil, blah, 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 that's like it's like, yeah, that's what I am. <laughs> so I just like to think of money as An entity that moves and responds to the way that I feel about it. I like to think of it as quite similar to myself, also, in that like I'm someone. When someone's like really needy and they like need me and they're like, please, please, I I really get like annoyed. It it gives, it makes my skin crawl. Like I, 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 I. don't know how to not be like that. I just don't enjoy that. And so I figured money probably feels the same way about people as I do. At least money in my reality doesn't mean the money is going to work the same way in your reality. But in my reality, money does not like neediness. It gets kind of like grossed out by that. And so, yeah, hopefully that answers those two questions. I got a submission that wasn't a question, but it's like a poem, so I'm just going to read it. They said, OP, thank you for the magic sea mirror that you show me, crystalline and whole, beauty that lives inside of our hearts and sets us free. Thank you. I loved reading that. Okay, I'm a generator and I've heard you talk about how generators need to stop doing things they don't enjoy But how do I go about navigating the things I don't want to do But are necessary are still necessary to enable the ones I want to do For example chores paperwork making appointments. I get stuck in executive dysfunction and freeze. Okay, so the clue is in the fact that you said that There are things that are necessary that are still necessary for you to enable what you want to do And the reason i'm pointing out this, the fact that you said that they're still necessary is, is so that this advice can apply to many people. If you believe that something is necessary, something has to get done in your reality, that thing has to get done. That's the first thing, first thing. Second thing, you might not have to be the one to do it. So if you believe that these things must get done in your reality, consider that maybe these things that you don't enjoy someone else could possibly do them. That's, that's the first thing I want you to consider. Right now, if it's not possible for someone to take over everything that you don't want to do, start like a little bit at a time. How can you delegate some of the things that you need done little by little and allow the possibility that it, it can be delegated? little by little. Even just letting yourself know, like, hey, maybe I actually don't have to always be the one doing these things that I don't enjoy. And maybe it might not happen immediately that you're the one who, or that, that, it it might not happen immediately that you are able to delegate these things, but being open to the possibility that one day, Someone else could do them is extremely helpful. I do this for myself. I try to delegate pretty much everything that I don't enjoy. Right now, the thing that I want to delegate that I'm not able to delegate at the current moment. Also, sorry, there's going to be a lot of noise in the background for a second. But the thing that I want to delegate that I am not able to currently delegate is walking my dog. I do not enjoy walking the dog. I hate it. I find it very unenjoyable. And so, I have allowed myself to willingly believe that the next place that I move in a current in a few in a few months or so, I'm gonna have a backyard to just let my dog run free in. That's how my family used to handle dogs; they would just let the dog hang out in the backyard. So I'm creating a reality where I live somewhere where that's possible. And so, just letting yourself know that like a possibility where you get to free up space is available to you starts that movement, And and it gives you a bit more. It feels like a li- like a little less pressure on your on your sacral. The next question: Under the theory that we are all intuitive beings, from your experience as an HD reader, is our Claire like as in Claire audience or Clair sentients or so on tied to our super sense, which is your sense in Human Design on your chart, just either taste, smell, inner vision, outer vision, etc. And it can it could be. I feel like there's a lot of pointers are a lot of places where you can find Claire gifts or intuitive gifts in your chart even within the spleen itself there's multiple clairs in there and also like in the Anya there's some clairs in there and there's there's a lot of gifts in a lot of places in your chart but super sense is great because super sense is your strongest sense that's that's going to be the place where you have a lot of access to understanding this reality Next question I love this I love this question It says We all live in our own realities And when someone perceives you In a certain way That you don't resonate with How do you handle that Without manipulating Or gaslighting their reality I feel like when comparing Two realities In a relationship For example It can cause conflict And lead the other person To feel like they're being gaslighted When they're told That their reality isn't truth Alright so Here's the thing their reality is completely true that's the, that's the crazy thing they yeah. the thing that they believe is actually happening they 100% believe it's happening and it's not your job to tell someone that their reality is not true unless they're open to hearing you and open to morphing or or m- manipulating because we need to try to take the negative connotation out of the word manipulating if they're open to having their reality manipulated by your perception then dissolving their experience of their reality is is a possibility but if not that is their reality and it's not our job to try to convince someone who's perceiving us as something or having or perceiving an experience as something in another way what we can do especially as people who who have awareness of the fact that multiple realities exist we can accept their reality with with love and with like true acceptance true like observation of their truth and be willing to see reality not completely through their eyes but see reality as clearly as we can with neutrality and then from that place present your reality as a complete truth and you don't have to mm, you don't have to bend your truth to fit into someone else's reality. We're able to hold more things than one at once, which is, you know, why we're here on earth. And so I feel like the conflict comes in the denying of someone else's truth. And I just, I feel like like, who are we to deny anybody else's truth unless they're ready for it to be denied, unless they're ready for it to switch and, and, you know, move around and all that jazz. So like with conflict with my partner, for instance, For sometimes, for a second, I'll I'll think, Um, for a second, maybe even even like a couple minutes, I'll be like, I don't know if I believe in like what you're saying or like your your experience. And then I have to pause and I'm like, well, actually, there's a reason why it's difficult for you to believe in his experience immediately, and it's because it's not the experience that you are having, but it is the experience that he is having. And what is what is your responsibility, P? Your experience. His experience is not your responsibility, and so I expect him to. To handle his reality and I will handle mine oh. and it usually resolves the conflict yeah so there's the land that's all that's all for today someone also called me the ultimate NPC and I really I really enjoy that and I need to figure out how to put that title somewhere in my life the ultimate NPC is genius okay that's all I have for today Thanks for listening to me talk about things. Love you, bye.